It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. I am Amanda Nduka, one of your hosts. And I am the other host, <laughs> Dino Ray Ramos. Coming at ya. Coming at ya hot, <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways, are you done, Dino? Yes, I'm done. Thank you. So this episode, we have uh, Tommy and Cody Oliver, and they are the creators of uh, Black Love, which is on oh. OWN. It's currently in its second season. Yeah. Um, and the show basically just kind of showcases, it, it takes a bunch of couples, like celebrity couples and I guess oh, non-celebrity, like, us regular, regular, us regular folks. And he just just kind of, kind of talks to them and gets, has them tell their stories about their love. They focus on different topics. Like last season, they, they, they talked about death, dealing with death in the family, talked about dealing with the, like... Um, not like the, interracial relationships. Interracial relationships. Yeah. And like just have people share their story. And it's actually very, I, yeah, mean, it's, I it's like It's fascinating. It. Yeah. yeah. It's like a study on love yeah, and like exactly. romance. And like as like a single person, it's like, it doesn't make you like, ugh, this is Yeah. Music, that know? was the good thing about it. It's like, I didn't want to barf when I was Yeah, watching. exactly. It's just like, basically it's about a relationship and what makes it work and how they met each other. Yeah, and, and, and they kind of have their own story, yeah. their own black love story, which is very cute. Yeah. Um, they're currently in their second season, like I said. And this season, I, I saw the first episode and mm. I see um, my boy Sterling, yes. Sterling K. Brown and his wife kind of share their story. And it is, I, I just love their dynamic. Yeah. I just met them this weekend. I met... Brag. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see the, the Hotel Artemis. Yes, I will brag. I'm just kidding. I went to go see Hotel Artemis and I met them um, at the after party and they're just so oh, so nice well, like, I I wasn't there because I was like working <laughs> I was like probably covering the royal wedding or something yeah oh yeah the royal wedding that's another I guess can we call it a black love story I mean it's 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 a, it's an it's a it's another it's black love adjacent. Yeah. Let's call it that. <laughs> I mean, I, the thing about I loved about the royal wedding is that they definitely injected a lot of black culture in it, mm -hmm. which is you know I think would, was going to be very important because obviously like she, she's biracial but her mom is like you know a black woman yeah. and they had a black bishop and then they had that choir. choir. So that choir was so good. Yeah. So and Oprah was there. Oprah was there. Like <laughs> how did Oprah? I mean, Idris Elba was there. Idris Elba. Like the I Beckhams, wonder, of <laughs> the Beckhams of course. Um, but yeah, I Serena. Serena, Serena was, was there, but there. apparently they were friends. Is the, are the Beckhams have anything to do with uh, being black? <laughs> I, I, I saw it with Oprah and Idris. I, I think and I think Serena. they're just royal, right? They're like royal. they're royal Got adjacent. It. Oh no, I just I was just like mentioning because I was like thinking of who, who was I saw. There. Like, yeah, and I was all they came. Well, they go to everything. They go to everything because they were at Will Will and Kate's too. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it was really cool. I didn't, I didn't watch I it. I didn't watch it. It was on at 3 a.m. Because here, to be honest, I hate, I hate weddings. Like, I hate sitting through weddings. You I know liked, what? I liked, I liked, like, the after stuff. Like, I, I'm like, I always think if I ever get married, I'm not going to actually have a wedding. I'm I judge a wedding based on how good the food is at the reception. See? It's so, who wants to sit through a church? And I'm sure, like, just sitting, I'm sure Especially, if, like, so I go to Catholic those are so long. Yeah. <laughs> this one seemed, I didn't watch it. This one seemed no, really, I don't really know. long. I was just. But like, that's the same thing with Nigerian weddings. Oh my God. They're so freaking long. Like you, you have the pastor that has to do like his sermon thing and then they have to come out and then they do their, their vowels. And then the pastor is like, there's like all these different readings from different Bible passages. It's literally like, I, I mean, it's, it's a running joke, but that's why like you never see anybody at, at the actual wedding ceremony. Like because everyone goes to the reception. Everybody shows up to the reception because mm-hmm. it just takes so long. Um, that's the same with like Catholic weddings, or you you I call them out if I see someone <laughs> at a like, wedding. If I see them at the reception, I was like, "You weren't at the at the ceremony, were you?" And they're like, <laughs> and "Oh no!" Like, and I was like, "Oh, exactly." And There's... I just mad dog them and go away. But I don't but, blame them because I'm yeah. I'm a reception wedding person too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so David, when's your? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, here is Tommy and Cody. So I I have to say I you guys were gracious enough to invite me to your home and watching um, we watched a, a bit of um, the upcoming episodes and I was like they need to come on our podcast because when I first watched the show I was like I told you it's like it, it, it does something to I'm not a couple but it still like did something to me where it was like oh you kind of feel like shit that you don't have somebody but at the same time you have hope um, yeah so <laughs> <laughs> there's hope um, so make you feel totally single yeah, that was the idea it does yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. it was really it was I was telling him it was really nice um, so uh, just wanna off the bat um, just get your guys's background in filmmaking um, and then will go into how the show came about. Um, so I'm more traditional than him in that I actually went to USC and studied producing in mm. grad school. Um, and actually I was in journalism before that and mm. I just hated basically the 24 hour news cycle. You yes. Just <laughs> 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 just talking about the worst things that happen around the world yeah. every single day yeah. and which one's yeah. the absolute worst that yeah. we should share. <laughs> I and sign off on that. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I was Sorry. like, no, thank you. And so I went to film school, um, moving from D.C. to L.A. And so I went to USC for two years. I worked at Fox Searchlight for two years, which was an incredible experience. And then in, um, I actually went and worked with Film Independent L.A. Film Fest Spirit Awards. So just seeing a oh, different nice. side of filmmaking, the indie side, really. Uh, not that Searchlight was too far elevated from that, but for sure it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, then mm-hmm. I had a short stint working for Canon, the camera company at oh, okay, okay, PR, okay, okay. which is actually how we met, which oh, is yeah. why I yeah, even shared I that. that. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, it was an incredible experience. Uh, we actually shoot all of Black Love on Canon. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how Tommy and I met and uh, started talking about doing things together. Cool. So, um, so like going to Black Love, like what even inspired, like what was the 
kind of the seed mm-hmm. that got planted for this that grew into something sure. so loving, <laughs> if I can say so myself. Honestly, <laughs> the initial seed mm. was years ago, there was this uh, portrayal in the media of a black marriage crisis, mm. and even going so far as to say black women have it the hardest. Uh-huh. We are, 42% you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. 42% of black women are single, mm-hmm. um, and over 70% of black children are growing up in single parent homes, all of these statistics. And there's truth in the statistics, but there's a lot of information and context that's left out. And so when you hear those things, especially as a black woman who's single, my parents are divorced. People tell you when your parents are divorced, you you're mean, more you likely to be single. Divorced. I was single. <laughs> at, the time, at the time that all of this information yeah, was yeah, coming yeah, out, yeah. it's just like, oh, okay, just don't try. Just mm-hmm. don't. And then I live in LA, yeah. where it's, you're told you can't meet anyone in LA. No. So it was like, okay, just don't try, <laughs> right? But at the same time, this was when the Obamas came into office. Oh. I always say both of them. And everyone's going, they're beautiful, they're amazing, it's black love, this is what marriage should be, and da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, we just need a place where we can see it. Mm. One isn't enough. They shouldn't bear oh, the brunt of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I decided, before, long before I met him, I wanted to create a place where black love stories lived. So no one could ever say that we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, or rather they can, but you can always find an example of somebody that looks like you that found love, mm-hmm. lo- lifelong love. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Tommy and I met, it was one of the first things that we talked about. We talked about several things, uh, several different types of projects, but that was one that I was like, so what do you think, you know? And he was like, let's do it. Let's start shooting. Oh my God. And um. So like, how, did it take a while for it to kind of take off or get off the ground, or like, how how did that the process that like you had the idea, mm-hmm. like how long did it kind of? So one of the first things that happened was Canon gave us a, a loan for equipment. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. they gave us a couple of C three hundreds, which was fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. so it was a giant impediment that they helped us with. And so from there, we just started sort of shooting whenever. And so we had a, a couple of couples who sort of stood out, a couple of friends, some of them famous, some of them not, and we just started shooting. And initially it was gonna be a feature doc. And so we, the more we shot, the more we realized that we have way too much footage for it to be a feature doc. I think we looked up and at some point we had 50 interviews. Oh, and so wow. mm-hmm. there was no way that we could possibly do that well in 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so we were just shooting and shooting and shooting. And um, at some point <laughs> I, um, I ran into literally Viola Davis and Julius in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know them. We know a lot of the couples, but I didn't know them. And I think it was when I was in prep on The Perfect Guy. We had a number of friends in common. Mm-hmm. So I sort of went up to them and said hello. And they're super nice people. And Julius is just a salt of the earth kind of guy. And he gave me his card and he said, if you ever need anything, reach out. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to about, I don't know, nine months later, we had shot quite a bit. I wanted to make sure we had something of substance to actually show them before we asked them and uh, sent them something really early and they said yes. Uh-huh. And so one of the things too that I didn't mention in terms of the evolution of the project, I had the idea when I was single, but when we met, one of the things that was important to us, like I said, my parents were divorced, Tommy's never seen his parents together, was Just talking to my couples. business in the street. <laughs> <laughs> I've read that already. Right, right, your business is in the street. But one of the things was that, you know, we're coming to our, this relationship. Ultimately, we got engaged very quickly, but we're coming to marriage. Did? <laughs> <laughs> very quickly. We're coming to marriage six months before we were engaged. Okay. But no. we lived together after three. Oh. Whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> you made the face. Whoa. <laughs> um, well, but it's like, that's the same with my sister. Yeah. If my sister met her husband, like, at six months, they got engaged. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sort of of the mindset. 
once you you pick up the menu, you look at what you want, put that thing down. Like, why, why are you still no. looking? It's like, exactly. I, it, it's, it's, here's the thing. It's like, I knew there was no doing better than her. And mm. so it was like, Aww. why am I? It's true. No, yeah. It's true. I, I, I mean that. And I you meant that. You give us all hope. I know. Well, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sulky. Yeah. But go ahead. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go well, ahead. Well, just to say that we wanted to come at it from a place of what does it take to make a marriage work, right? Mm-hmm. Like, people are together decades, right? And you don't really talk about what it really requires. You see, especially our generation, you see the highs and sometimes lows on social media, right? But you don't really know what does it take to get to that point, mm-hmm. where it's all smiles and champagne, right? Yeah. Or what does it look like the next day when it's when the champagne glass is broken? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was important for us to, to really just investigate that for ourselves and hopefully helping others get there too. Yeah. It was very much for ourselves because we didn't know how to make a marriage work. And so like still she said, <laughs> this is true. We're still figuring it out. Like we have more information now because we're 100 plus interviews in, but we're still figuring it out. But having that sort of sitting with people who could be marriage mentors, whether it was for two hours or for sort of beyond that became friends. Mm-hmm. But it was looking at what did it take for them to get to 10, 20, 30, 70 years in some cases. And a lot of it was stuff that you just don't know. Like film and TV paint uh, a picture that is inaccurate and it's just not what it really takes. And so social media is even worse sometimes. Yeah. And so it's just like like she said, we see the highs and the lows. We see celebration of we see divorce. We see, right, you know. but you don't see what it actually yeah. takes. You don't see the commitment. You don't see the compromise. You don't see the all of what it really takes. Yes, to make a marriage work. Because it takes a lot. I mean, marriage is about work. Marriage is about being committed to somebody. Marriage is about picking your battles. Marriage is about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that even if you're around people, your parents who have been married for 30 years, you don't see that still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you have some expectation of whatever your parents did worked, so I'm going to do that, and, and but you don't really know the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. And that's also dangerous because you go into it with expectations that right. are unrealistic or right. expectations that are even worse, not communicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there, I know um, we talked about this at your house about you guys just focus on married couples right now, um, but do you, um, is there any plans to explore different type of relationships? Like, um, I, I told, this is what I said, like polyamorous or like just long-term. Um, like they're not married. Yeah, they're not they're, like long-term partnerships. Or common law marriages. <laughs> or is there, is there yeah. a reason why you want to stick to just um, married couples? <laughs> so... Um, she waited us. She yeah, the I talked to her. So the reality is that uh-huh. Tommy and I don't agree about whether we should include non-married couples. Okay. Um, because there is a level of commitment or, or, or it's more difficult to uncouple when you're married, when there's paperwork, uh-huh. when it's legal and you it costs a lot to separate. And so... Um, I did always want to include like long-term couples, you know, partnered couples for decades, you know. We didn't have a magic number, but the reality is until like a week ago, we have never had to have that argument because in all of our like writing our friends and our family and saying, hey, any couple, you have any, pe- any people to recommend? We haven't had any couples yeah. that were just decades together. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've never had to argue about it and then decide whether they should be in the show or not. So, <laughs> so you're our, opinion. <laughs> so in general, our approach is about uh, showing black people finding love wherever and however they find it. Mm-hmm. And so with whatever color, whatever, whatever sex, whatever creed, whatever. And so without judgment mm-hmm. at all. And so 
that said, for for me, the we're gonna explore it in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And so beyond the broadcast show, and there's gonna be a lot of tentacles. And so there'll be a lot of opportunities for us to explore those relationships because I think those things are important. Mm-hmm. And it's not for us or for me to, to judge those. That said, for the broadcast show, the intention was to to find a place where we can see married couples, where we can find things that I'm interested in striving toward. I mean, I'm interested in marriage. I'm interested in Cody and I being married for 50 years. And so it's about finding those examples. Mm-hmm. So it was about creating a distinct line for the show that's like, we know what this is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also, sorry to cut you off, but I'm also a big fan of sort of creating the things that you want to see. And so mm-hmm. I don't believe in aiming for what somebody else may want. I don't believe in sort of guessing what somebody else oh, may want. Okay. And so it's like, when you do that, I think it, it oftentimes reeks of uh, just being inauthentic. Yeah. And so it, it's not in any way a judgment of anybody else. It's for me, like, I want to be married. I want to stay married. I want to be married for a very long time. And as such, I want to sit with people who are married and who are committed. And I want the information from them the same way I'm an information junkie. And so it's like, if I want to learn about, I don't know, writing, directing, producing, physics, whatever it may be, I'm going to look for people who are experts in those fields and I'm going to research those things. How has producing the show and even just like working together affected your own marriage? <laughs> is that, did I is just that, want to? Is, is that too? Is that, am no, I spilling too much tea? Oh, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> the answer is, it, it's, a, it's a very different answer for both of us. Okay. Ooh, yeah, okay. it is. But um, the short, let me just start by saying, <laughs> just start by saying it's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is we spend all yeah. day together. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? When you're having a rough day at work, when the when the boss is, you know, telling you about yourself, mm-hmm. you might, end up, you know, you you're thinking, man, I can't wait to get home to my boo or my best friend or somebody who's gonna make this all just who doesn't know about my day, who can just make me yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. feel good. But that's him. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard sometimes to be like, oh God, all right, Tommy. And then I have to, you know, well, who's going to go home and let the babysitter out? You know what I mean? So it is really, it's it's really hard at times. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's actually on the post side. Mm -hmm. When we we were shooting the interviews those first couple years when it was just us shooting for what we thought this could be, but there was no own, there was just us shooting. Um, It was the same. There were highs and lows, but it was a lot of fun to just go on a road trip and shoot three couples a day Mm -hmm. and then agree on what we liked about them or disagree on what you're forgetting how many arguments we got in we definitely did i'm not i'm not forgetting there were were a bunch we'd walk away but i would say the good outweighed the bad so you're saying that's no longer the case no i'm just saying it's (laughs) it's just different the good outweighs the bad now too but it is totally different yeah it's totally different because we're also wearing a company a company in the mix of all of this and we have a kid. We didn't have a kid. We didn't have a kid. Oh. We didn't have ten people. Lots we didn't of have moving parts. Lots of other things <laughs> right. going on. Right. Yeah. Right. And and I have had to like you know this this show is about marriage and and relationships and how they evolve and so is my life right mm-hmm. so I have had to figure out like how do I make separation so that I can enjoy him as my husband sometimes when he is on all my nerves mm-hmm. as my producer. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love this side of it, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, well. Uh, I love it. it. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy spending time with her and I like having her around and. Makes me she, sound awful, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we all have our things to yeah, deal with.
the most outrageous thing you guys got from an interview that didn't make it on air? Or that you can't. Why would we leave it out? That you will, that you can't. Maybe they, maybe you, maybe okay, so, so, uh, maybe there, there was, controversial. Yeah. So there, 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 there are two things. Well, no, no, there are two things that are not in, in this season. So one is with Rev Run and Justine, which I'm not going to tell you. And there's another one with Sterling K. Brown and his wife, Ryan. you have to tell us. Oh, no, 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 no
you know, that's what he, he like, he loves me yeah. so much. Yeah. So it's like the cutest thing in the world, but it was also very, like, tragic. <laughs> that part of the movie so, because, like, she's in a special part of hell because she, because she, is, because she killed herself. She, yes, yeah. she was in limbo, and so yeah. the idea was yeah. that he was... Yeah, she was in purgatory or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yes, and so he, 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 he was... He had to go find her. He was willing to not just go find her, but to stay there with her, because yeah. if that's what it took for him to be with her, that's what he's willing to do. And so that movie is a lot of feelings. It, it's a lot of feelings, <laughs> and I didn't realize. So somebody asked me. It was an interview. Somebody asked me if I could live in any movie. What would it be? Mm-hmm. It was sort of a random question, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen the movie in a in a while, and that's popped that's into my head. Yeah. And then I sort of analyzed it after, and I was like, "That's kind of dark." But let me think <laughs> about why. And so it was just that it was he loved his wife so much that he was literally willing to to live in purgatory to be with her. So the final question we like to ask all our guests, um, what underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it is a, a actor, writer, producer, any storyteller that's not in the mainstream, you think should be in the spotlight or deserves more rec- recognition? And I know there's a lot, but yeah. like. So uh, we just EP'd a movie from a very, very talented first time writer director named Nigella, and she had a movie at South Park. Oh, Park. Jen. Yeah, right. yes. <laughs> yeah, no, she, yeah. That's so she, she's fantastic, first-time filmmaker. She's so passionate, she's such a point of view, and she's just super talented, mm-hmm. and I can't wait for the world to see Jen, but also what she's got coming up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good But I, I also, like, I and sort of our company, we very much believe in championing new voices. Yeah. And we've got a lot of things coming up with first-time filmmakers, both like women, men, all races. Mm-hmm. And so it's just telling stories that are important and that they need to be told. And so yeah. it's, a, it's a big focus for us. Similarly, we have a good friend. I, well, I, I've known her longer than he has. And she is a very talented producer. She has been um, producing Mel? with Stephanie mm-hmm. Elaine for mm-hmm. several years. Mel Jones. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and she just directed her first yep. project, which is a doc, um, web series called Lamert Park, mm-hmm. which she also developed created, co-wrote, um, and co-created. Then co-created and mm-hmm. co-wrote. Yes, you're right, you're right. Um, and when it came to looking for directors, she was just like, uh, I think I can do this. <laughs> and she had to pitch herself to her team, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so, and it turned out amazing. And I, you know, and this, this just happened, you know, the, the web series was at Sundance. Mm-hmm. And so I just, you know, everything that she's capable of now that she's doing both producing and directing, um, I think that she's just gonna be incredible. Yeah. Oh, an angel. Angel's getting ready to do her first movie as well. Angel Williams. Yep. Cool. She's got we a really awesome. We all met at Film Independent. Although Angel and uh, Mel have known each other much longer, but we work together at Film Independent. Cool. It's so awesome that you guys are kind of championing, like, you know, first time filmmakers and taking that chance. I mean, not even taking a chance, but just like giving people who who have this talent an opportunity. Part of it, too, you know, for us in terms of the things that we take on as well, we like to work with people that we like. Mm -hmm. Tommy always (laughs) says, like, if I don't want to have dinner with you, I don't want to work with you. Okay. You know, and I am of that mindset as well. It's like, let's just have a good time with with people people who are talented. Yeah. It also reminds me of one last thing, the idea of the talented 10th. So something Dubois said a long time ago, it's the idea of the 10% who are fortunate enough, lucky enough, smart enough to have achieved blah, 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 to have achieved success for them to give back to the remaining 90% and help them achieve success as well. And if we're not doing that, then who will? Exactly. It was like, who, who will? Well, like you guys giving voices to well, underrepresented storytellers. We are here to change the world. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, but that's why we started this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
cool. Well, thank you guys so much for stopping by. It was a fun, fun conversation. But thank you, Tommy and Cody. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.